Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Women Elevating Women podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Wong, business marketing strategist and certified life and transformation coach to female coaches. On this first episode, I'm speaking with a very special, multi-talented guest about starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur, specifically about the things you need to do to get started. And some of the things that often get in the way of new entrepreneurs that you may be unaware of. So if you want to get started in business, this is the episode for you. I'm excited to speak with this guest because she's also a former coaching client of mine. So without further delay, let's grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, or a glass of wine and join me for this elevated conversation with today's amazing guest, Miss Sandra Corso. Welcome to the show, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me here, Jacqueline. I'm so excited to chat with you today, Sandra. You know, I think so highly of you. You are definitely an up-and-coming entrepreneur and coach to watch in 2022 and 2023 because you have so much experience and such a diverse background. So share with the listeners today about yourself, what you do, and who you help. Um, Hi, I'm Sandra Corso. I am a visionary business coach, and I help women develop their own unique business ideas so they can start a business they love. Love that. And how do you help your clients? Well, see, I have two machines running in my head that I have no idea how to turn off. <laughs> I love that. What, one is the idea machine and the other is the coaching machine. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. And and in terms of, so how do you fuse the two to, to support your clients in creating a business that they, that they enjoy and that they love? And, and because one of the things that I love about you is that you're not, you're sort of the business coach. I'm a business coach as well, but I'm the business coach that people come to when they're certain about where they want to go and what they want to do. You're the business coach that really helps people figure it all out. And that's what I love about you because there's so many people who want to become entrepreneurs who ask the question that I see online all the time. I want to start a business, but I don't know what kind of business to start and I don't know where to start. So tell me a little bit about how you fuse the two things. How do you fuse that idea and that coaching to really support them in getting started? Where do you think um, you really... Um, honing on supporting your clients and getting started as entrepreneurs? Well, the thing about it is uh, roughly 15% of the people who would love to start a business but haven't yet, haven't done it because they have no idea what kind of business they want to start. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that fall into that category. Mm-hmm. And what I love doing is helping them, you know, wake up their creativity, you know, by, you know, observing and, you know, really digging into, you know, what interests them, what makes them different, you know, and also, you know, helping them clear some of the blocks that get in the way of not just starting, but knowing what they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. I so agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Tell me, why did you get into this specific niche of coaching? What was it about that? 
and supporting people to get started and really figure it all out that really attracted you to becoming a business coach that supports other entrepreneurs in doing that? <laughs> well, you you were very instrumental in that. You know, after watching me flounder around from one idea to another to another to another over the years, you're like, you know, if you could just bottle that and sell it. <laughs> you're such an incredibly talented person. And, you know, I think that is something, you know, I think you, you allude to something very fascinating. I think it's because I can relate to this somewhat in that I think a lot of people, particularly multi-talented people like yourself, who have a lot of experience, who have, who have diverse backgrounds, who are not really... Um, they have a lot of passions and a lot of interests, you know, and a lot of things find it difficult to hone in on that one area that they really want to develop. And that is what I thought was really unique, um, that you were going through that journey. And when you finally figured it out, I think it made you the ideal person to support other people in doing that. What are your thoughts about? about that do you, i mean what are your thoughts about and how do you feel now that you're actually doing it and working with people and, and seeing their their dreams come to fruition oh uh, it's been a really interesting journey and it, it's true that there are a lot of people out there who have a wide variety of interests as you know my a lot my problem was that I had all these interests and I couldn't figure out how to tie them all together so that, you know, I had something unique. And what, and what I do to help other people is help them find that common denominator. Right, right. And I think that is so wonderful because, and believe it or not, even as, as experienced as I have been as, 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 a, as a strategist and a, a business coach, I find it difficult to sort of guide people who are, well, not difficult, but it's a little more challenging for me working with someone who is not really clear about where they want to go, what they want to do, and to really hone in on that passion. Because for me as well, and I think this is one of the reasons that I enjoyed working with you and I love what you're doing, because for me initially, you know, when I started out in my career, even before business coaching was something that was challenging for me as well, because I'm very passionate about a lot of things and I have a lot of skills and interests and so so that was something that I found especially challenging and I really thought that clarity um in you know developing that niche is really important um and I really thought and loved the fact that you were the person because I don't see too many business coaches online who are really really working with clients from the from the standpoint of well what do you actually, not what kind of specifically what kind of business you want to start, but what do you actually want to do? So I love that so much about you. So tell me a little more, based on your experience and your own journey, what, where do you think aspiring entrepreneurs need to start? So someone comes to you and says they want to start a business, they don't know what to do. What do you suggest to this person? What do they need to do first? Um... Really, they need to just explore because it's like, I think we get locked into the idea that we're supposed to pick something and stick with it until we die. <laughs> this is true. And, I, you know, and it's, and it's, you know, and especially 
if you've invested in education mm-hmm. in that arena, you know, so, so it's like, you know, let's say you've got a master's degree in engineering. So and like you've invested so much in this that, you know, you think that you have to stick with that in order to, you know, capitalize on all the money and the time you've invested in this career. And the thing is, you don't necessarily have to scrap everything you've already done. Right. But you can, you can, you know, incorporate it in a different way. You get creative in how you approach it. Excellent point. That is such a great point. Utilizing the skills that you already, you already have, passions you already have, but utilizing it in a different way. That is such an important, important message, I think that a lot of people need to hear because I think there's so many people out there that want to get started and think, okay, well, I have a degree in engineering and I, it's useless. No, it isn't useless. There's a lot of things that you learn in becoming an engineer that may help you becoming an entrepreneur. It's just about finding the crossover in terms of that cross skill set that will support you in your entrepreneurial journey. So that is such a wonderful and such a, an important, important fact. Thank you so much for sharing that tidbit. So tell me, what do you think in, in getting started? What do you think they really need to have place in place in getting started? What do you think is the most important thing for new entrepreneurs to really have in starting the journey? Um, I think having a support network is really important. I agree. Because what, what thing you may discover along the way as a new entrepreneur is you know, you're all fired up about this, this new adventure and the people around you are already invested in who you've always been. So, so, so it's like, you know, there, there's this tendency that's like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know if I'm cool with this. You know, it's like, you know, who, who are you and what did you do with who you used to be? Exactly. That is such so, great. It can be really surprising who doesn't support us. Absolutely. And isn't it interesting? As you embark upon the journey of entrepreneurship, you learn that very quickly, don't you? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it is. That is one of the things I say all the time to new entrepreneurs. You're going to learn. You're going to really see who your cheerleaders are. You're going to see who are not really cheering for you as you embark on this journey, because I'll tell you, entrepreneurship gets very lonely along the way. So in saying that, which I think is such a golden nugget, it's so important for, for, for people to hear that you must have a support system in place. With that said, what do you say to the people who say, my family does not support me, my friends don't support me? What do you say to those people? I see you and I am you. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) What do you say to them in terms of, of putting that, you know, because while having a support system is important and if they don't have that support system to start, what do you say to them in getting started? What should they do if they really don't have people that are sharing and, and really in their corners? Because that can be really disheartening. That can be really one of the things that holds you back from even trying. It you know? can. And, and my recommendation is to 
seek out communities where there are people like like you or people that you aspire to be. I agree. I agree with that. Such a great point. Now tell me, and this is a great segue because you alluded to it a little bit. What do you say, what really gets in the way of people getting started? Besides the support system and, um, you know, not having people cheer you on that makes you sometimes fearful to even get started. What do you see as some of the other things that really get in the way that people may be unaware of as they're getting started that really derails them from pursuing their dreams? Well, we often label it as fear, but mm-hmm. I think it's a bit more complex than that. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially it's, you know, besides the things that you mentioned that we already talked about, I think it's there. the other two main things are they don't know how to get started. And that's actually probably the easiest one to resolve because there's so many resources out there. Right. You right. know, and yeah. a lot of them are free or nearly free. I mean, you know, you, it can take, it could take, you know, several lifetimes to weed through all the information that's out there. But I mean, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's like getting a mentor on board you know, getting your support network together, you know, can be a great first step because, you know, they can offer guidance. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. But the other, but the other big thing is our subconscious mind has a tendency to undermine us until we learn how to get it on board with our dreams. This is absolutely true. And that is something I, you, you allude to that. And I think it's a great segue for this. Talk a little bit about that subconscious sabotage. What happened? What is subconscious sabotage? You mentioned this in your pre-interview. And I really wanted to sort of pull that out a little bit and have you talk about that a little bit. Because I think this is such an important thing for new entrepreneurs to understand. Um, because it is so deep-rooted and so... Um, something that we really have no conscious and awareness of as we're getting started that does interfere with our ability to succeed. So talk a little bit about subconscious sabotage. Tell me a little bit of what, what it is and how do you navigate that? Well, I mean, in the coaching world, we talk a lot about limiting beliefs. Like when those beliefs are conscious, we can take measures to address them. Yes. You know, but the problem is that the most damaging ones are usually subconscious. Yes. I mean, they're usually highly emotionalized. They're often rooted in trauma or some kind of survival mechanism. And we often don't know that they're there. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's like sometimes the only way that we can excavate those a little bit is to look around at what keeps happening. Right. You know, how do, you know, no matter what we do, what keeps coming up? You know, what, you know, where do we, where do we slam on the brakes? Absolutely. Repeated patterns, behavior, things like that to be aware of. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, a lot of it has to do with our subconscious identity. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, we're, uh, Program, so to speak, at a very early age, regard, you know, 
bombarded with messages about, you know, who it is and is not okay to be and do and have. Perfectly said. Absolutely. We are often living the lives that are not necessarily what we want, but what's projected onto us. Right. You know, so I think so important for people to understand. And one of the things I found about entrepreneurship is that not only are you learning this, I mean, the marketing and the sales and all of that stuff is one skill set. But one of the most important things about entrepreneurship I have found in my own journey is that it helps you to really understand a lot about yourself. It reveals a lot about who you are, about who you really are. And it really helps you a lot of things from your your path, your childhood, and what you're living out day to day come to surface that you're not even really aware of. So I think it is such a wonderful journey, entrepreneurship, in so many more in so many ways, more than one way. I mean, it is just it's amazing in that you're evolving as well, not only as a marketer and a salesperson, but you're you're evolving as a human being as a person who's who's really connecting with yourself and getting to know yourself better so yeah, that you can do better and it's definitely a taste of you know excavating the not you to become the you absolutely well said well said i love that love that that's a great way i love that excavating the you to become you. I love, love, love that. So tell me now about Sandra, more on a person. What are you enjoying about entrepreneurship so far? Um, my biggest thing is I love the freedom of it. So the ability to, I mean, because one of the, one of my biggest passions is travel. Um, I, I love solo travel, especially because, you know, I get, go out and experience the world on my own terms and the cool thing about entrepreneurship is and this particular business model especially is that i can do what i love and i can work from anywhere absolutely isn't that wonderful <laughs> it really is i mean you know it's like it's your if you're not If you're not creating a business that supports your desired lifestyle, why do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so many people, I mean, so many people want to start a business because they want to get away from the grind of that nine to five and doing things other people's way and being tied to the job 40 hours, 50 or 60 hour week. And really, and in my, you know, I can even share in my own case, you know, I made great money in my career, but I, you know, making that money, I still didn't have the strength to spend while my ch with my kids and my family while they were growing up. So there were a lot of things that I missed in exchange for, you know, this career that paid me well, that I was getting slowly um, burnt out from and that that is the story of so many women and so many entrepreneurs online it really is about starting a business to be free of that and to do things your way to be able to have the time and the money to spend with family and to do the things that you want so that is so very important so with that said 
What are the things you dislike about entrepreneurship? <sighs> it is kind of isolating until you feel that support network. You know, there's there's a lot of um, there, there's so much to learn, and you have no idea what you don't know until you are knee deep in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned things I didn't even know existed, and never. I needed to know. Oh, oh, and especially at the beginning, where you may not have the the financial resources to hire out some hire out the things that you don't know how to do. Absolutely, you know you you know uh, building a business. You either have to put in time or you have to put in money. That's if you can put in both. But if you don't have money, it's going to take time. Absolutely, absolutely. It is really a sink or swim, not a thing. <laughs> but the wonderful thing about it is you're forced to swim, you know, and it really, and while it can get challenging at times, it really is when you come out on the other side and you see that you're actually able to do it and you learn something new, it's such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? It really is. It really is a sense of accomplishment. And I think maybe one of the most rewarding things is what you learn about yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. Absolutely. You really are challenging yourself every day as an entrepreneur. And you're learning every day. And still you learn just how strong and how tough you are. (laughs) (laughs) How resourceful and how resilient. And, you know, there's... There's so many layers to it. Absolutely. And while we can share, you know, you, you, you know, as a new entrepreneur, you may see online all the time, oh, I'm making 100K or make 20K in the first 30 days and all these kinds of wonderful, glamorous things that look like, wow, that looks so amazing. There's a lot of strife. There's a lot of tears. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, which I will talk about in episodes to come. In entrepreneurship that a lot of entrepreneurs do not share and do not talk about. The vulnerabilities of entrepreneurship and what you're not seeing every day besides the money and the glamour and the, you know, the travel and all of that stuff. There is a lot of hard work that really goes on behind the scenes. And as you so eloquently stated, a lot of self-development and self-awareness and evolving as a, as a human being and a person that goes on. That really is what makes so many entrepreneurs successful and really gives us the staying power. So I'm so happy that you're sharing so much of this. And it's really important stuff that um, entrepreneurs need to know. And I think with that said, I'm going to segue into asking, what is the most important advice you would give to a new entrepreneur just starting out? Uh, Other than developing your support network, get out and explore different things. You have to, it's fine to learn from other people, but you have to try things on and figure out what works for you. Amen to that. Amen. There is no cookie cutter way of doing things in business. I love that you said that so much because I think, there is this notion that there's only one way if you hire a coach, it's only my way or this way to do things. 
But the truth is, it really is about you and what's in alignment for you as a person, as a coach, or as an entrepreneur, whatever it is that you do, that you really bring to the table in developing your business and doing things the way that feel. Because it's only what feels good to you and what's in alignment with who you are that's going to actually work. So such great advice, Sandra. You have given us many golden nuggets today. Let me ask you, where can the listeners find you online? Uh, well, you can find me at thevisionarybusinesscoach.com. Awesome. Um, you can find me on Facebook under the same under the same thing. And you can find my Facebook group called The Idea Vault for Women Who... I forgot the name of my old group. <laughs> if I look for the I do vault, you should find me. You will find it. It will come right up. I assure you. Absolutely. Is there anything else you would like to add and share with the listeners today? Well, what I will say is my number one piece of advice, if you're looking for a unique business idea, is get out and do something different. Because, you know, when, when you're doing what you've always done, you're kind of running on autopilot. And essentially, that's the subconscious mind taking over. And, I mean, autopilot is useful because, you know, otherwise it would be exhausting to have to think through everything we do every single time we do it. But the problem is that it tends to squelch our creativity. So, you know, getting out and doing something different, you know, kind of wakes up the, those creative vibes, you know, because it's like it forces you to pay attention and you tune into what's going on around you. And, you know, when you're out doing this something different, please put the phone away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because all it is is a distraction from what's going on around you. And, and the thing is, it's like, even if, you know, and it's like this in itself might render a great creative business idea, mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily the point. The point is to awaken your creativity, mm -hmm. you know, to get you paying attention and tuning into what's going on around you because there's business ideas all around us. Absolutely. You know, I, but, the, but the thing is, it's like, we're not seeing them because, you know, on right. we only see what we expect to see. Absolutely. And we're so distracted, as you mentioned, by the, as you looked at it, by, by the phones and the Twitter and the social media and all those things. You're not paying attention to the opportunities that are available in the, that, that really avail themselves in the market for you to develop a business in. Because there's entrepreneurship, there's innovation, and some of the greatest innovators of our time were paying attention to the market. They were paying attention to the things people need people wanted and they created businesses that fulfilled a need or a desire for us in the industry. So I agree with you 100%. Pay attention and tap into your creativity. That is such great, great advice. Thank you so much. And my final question to you today, Sandra, what makes you an elevated female entrepreneur? Good question. Um, I think 
probably my greatest asset is my creativity, my visionary um, tendencies, because, you know, I do see opportunities. You know, it's like they're, they're not all for me, but they're for someone, which is one of the reasons I like what I do, because, you know, I come up with ideas all the time. They're not necessarily intended for me, but they'd be great for someone. Plus, it's like I can guide other people through my process to help them come up with their own ideas. And that is a wonderful gift. Thank you for sharing your gift. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Women Elevating podcast. I'm so grateful to have you as a guest today. I think it's been an honor. I'm, I'm so grateful to having you. I think you've shared so many golden nuggets that are so important to people wanting to start a business that there's a lot for them to think about and walk away with. So thank you for coming on the show. I wish you continued success in your business and thank you for being an elevated entrepreneur who inspires other women to do the same. And so much for having Thank you. And so, ladies, that's, that's it for this episode. This very first episode of Women Elevating Women podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Long. If you are not already, join the Elevated Female Entrepreneur community on Facebook at www.elevatedfemales.com. You can follow Sandra. All of her links will be included in the show notes. And that's a wrap for this episode. Until next time, Elevate.